Welcome to Jazz Piano Skills. I'm Dr. Bob Lawrence. It's time to discover, learn, and play jazz piano. Last week, we tackled a pretty extensive workout in the key of C major, focusing on harmonic development. Well, as promised, this week we are going to dive into another extensive workout in the key of C major, this time, however, melodically. So today you are going to discover a key of C major melodic workout. You are going to learn how to think within the key of C major melodically, and you are going to play the modes of the key of C major plus inverted melodic arpeggios from various entry points, the root, the third, the fifth, the seventh. So as I always like to say, regardless of where you are in your jazz journey, a beginner, an intermediate player, an advanced player, or even if you are an experienced and seasoned professional, you are going to find this Jazz Piano Skills podcast lesson, exploring a key of C major melodic workout to be very beneficial. If you are new to Jazz Piano Skills, if you are a first-time Jazz Piano Skills podcast listener, I want to take As I always do, just a couple of minutes here at the beginning of the podcast to invite you to become a Jazz Piano Skills member. All you got to do is visit jazzpianoskills.com. You'll learn more about all the abundance of jazz educational resources and materials and services that are available to help you become an accomplished jazz pianist. For example, all of the educational podcast packets, the illustrations, the lead sheets, the play-alongs that I develop for each and every weekly podcast episode are available for all Jazz Piano Skills members. These are invaluable educational tools that you want at your fingertips when listening to the podcast and, and while practicing at the piano as well. Also, as a Jazz Piano Skills member, you have access to the online sequential jazz piano curriculum. Now, this is a curriculum loaded with comprehensive courses, all of them using a self-paced format Educational talks, there are interactive media, video demonstrations in all 12 keys of the jazz piano skills being taught. Also, play-alongs, and much, much more. Also, as a jazz piano skills member, you have a reserved seat in the online weekly masterclasses, which I host every week. And in essence, each masterclass is a one-hour online lesson with me. And... Also, as a Jazz Panel Skills member, you have access to the community, the Jazz Panel Skills community, which hosts a variety of engaging forums, podcast-specific forums, course-specific forums, and, of course, just general jazz piano forums as well. And as I always say, last but certainly not least, you have, as a Jazz Panel Skills member, you have unlimited private, personal, and professional educational support whenever and as often as you need it. So take a couple minutes, visit jazzpianoskills.com to learn more about all of the educational opportunities that await you. Activate your membership. There are several plans to choose from. I'm confident there's one that's going to fit you perfectly. If you have any questions or need assistance at all, please do not hesitate to let me know. I'm always happy to help in any way that I can. Okay. So let's discover, learn, and play jazz piano. Let's get after this key of C major melodic workout. Last week, we tackled an extensive key of C major harmonic workout where we strategically 
looked at various ways to methodically practice voicings within the framework of the key of C major. We took the seven chords of the key, C major, D minor, E minor, F major, G dominant, A minor, B half diminished, and we played them using standard block shapes and root position plus first, second, and third inversion versions. We we then explored the traditional three-note shell structures, the three, seven, nine, and seven, three, five voicings, along with the contemporary chordal shells. And on top of that, I also outlined my primary two-handed voicings for each of the chords of C major as well. So not only did we take a, a close look at each one of these voicing types, we then applied them to the most common, two, the two most common chord progressions in all of jazz, the 2-5-1 progression and the 3-6-2-5-1 progression. Without a doubt, it was a pretty extensive and exhaustive harmonic workout. Well, today we are going to get after it again, but do so melodically. You know, when it comes to melodic development, I have discovered that most students do not even know where to begin. In fact, students typically begin at the end of the process instead of the beginning, which is, of course, backwards. Or as my dad always used to like to say, you got the card ahead of the horse. And, and what I mean by this is that students typically grab transcriptions to begin developing their melodic playing before they even have a command or grasp of basic and fundamental diatonic shapes. Now, don't get me wrong. Transcriptions are fantastic. They are, as I like to say, windows into the minds of great players that unveil creative ideas that help us develop jazz language. But if we are unable to think and play in a key, if we are not familiar with the diatonic shapes of a key, both harmonically and melodically, and we are jumping into transcriptions, then I would have to quote my dad and say, whoa, we've got the card ahead of the horse. So the whole point of last week's podcast lesson and this week's podcast lesson is to make sure that we have things in proper order, to make sure that our priority, first and foremost, should be about gaining a functional command of keys harmonically and melodically. And that is precisely why I am going to, throughout 2022, going to present to you a harmonic and melodic workout for each of the 12 keys. So the educational agenda for today is as follows. Number one, we are going to explore the key of C major melodically. Number two, we are going to play essential melodic shapes that you need to discover, learn, and play. In other words, we are going to discover, learn, and play the modes and arpeggios from various entry points, from various perspectives. Number three, we are going to play two 
absolutely essential harmonic progressions using the various melodic shapes. We're going to play the 2-5-1 progression and the 3-6-2-5-1 progression. And number four, in total, I am going to introduce to you 26 key-specific melodic exercises that you can use to help you gain a melodic mastery of the key of C major. If you are a Jazz Panel Skills member, I want you to take a few minutes right now to download and print the illustrations and the lead sheets packet, right? Hit the pause button, access the lead sheet and the illustrations podcast packet. Now you have access to all the podcast packets and and as I remind you every week, you should absolutely be using them when listening to this podcast episode and, of course, when practicing at the piano. And if you are listening to this podcast on any of the popular podcast directories, such as Apple or Google, Amazon, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora, and on and on and on, then be sure to go to jazzpianoskillspodcast.com to download the podcast packets. You will find the download links within the show notes. And one final but extremely important note that I mention every week that if for some reason you are thinking that the key of C major melodic workout that we are about to discover, learn, and play is going to be some way in some way over your head, or even if you think it's going to be all the way over your head, then I would say to you, just relax. It's okay. Continue to listen, continue to grow your jazz piano skills intellectually by listening to this podcast episode. The the fact is that all skills are over our heads when first introduced, and, and that is precisely why the first step in growing as a jazz musician is is listening, right? All musical growth begins upstairs mentally, conceptually, before it can come out downstairs physically in your hands. So sit back, relax, and listen to this podcast lesson now to discover and learn And I promise you, the play will come in time. Okay, so I want you to grab your lead sheets packet. And if you printed them out, uh, if you printed it out, you see that you have 26 exercises in your hands. And I want you to pull up and look at exercise number one, ascending modes with root entry. So as you see there on your lead sheet, there are rehearsal markings, right? A, B, C, D, E, F, and G. So the way this is set up and structured is that you should be practicing each one of those sections, right, isolated and repeat several times. But for the podcast, I'm going to actually play through the exercise. I'm actually going to play through it as written there on the on the lead sheet, right? Each section I'm going to repeat twice. But you'll see that I'm ascending through the chords of the key, C major to D minor to E minor to F major, and so on. And I'm playing the entire mode from the root to the seventh, right? My entry point is the root. My destination point is the seventh. And I want to play this mode, this scale, for each of the chords. I want to play with a nice relaxed and f- relaxed jazz feel. And I'm going to use a bossa groove at one tempo 130. It's going to be nice and relaxed. In fact, when I say nice and relaxed, you you know, if you, <laughs> when practicing, I would recommend, as you've heard me say many times, slower tempos. 
but I'm going to play today, demonstrate everything at a tempo of 130. So what I want to do right now is I just want to bring the ensemble in. You got the exercise one in front of you. Follow along and listen as I play these modes uh, through the entire key of C major. I'm going to play each mode twice. So here we go. Let's check it out. Nice and relaxed, nice feel on each mode. Now, in your left hand, remember the harmonic workout that we did last week? You can be playing a, a traditional block type of voicing in your left hand if you'd like. You can play one of the traditional shells if you'd like or a contemporary shell. Uh, the, the voicing, you can choose whichever voicing style that you'd like, right? But you're going to play the voice in your left hand. You're going to play the mode or the scale in your right hand. Now, look at exercise two, three, and four. Two, three, and four. You'll see they're set up and structured the exact same way. However, the entry point shifts. So in exercise two, the entry point is going to be the third. Your destination point is going to be the ninth of each mode, of each sound, right? C major, D minor, and so forth. In exercise three, the entry point shifts to the fifth and goes to the eleventh of each sound. And then in exercise four, the entry point is the seventh of the mode or of the scale and goes to the thirteenth of each sound. All right, so same process for exercises one through four. I'm only going to play, I don't play in one, exercise one today, but it's the same approach for exercises two three, and four as well. So now look at exercise five. Grab that lead sheet. We're back to a root entry. Everything should look the same, but notice the direction of our melodic line. We start with the root, but it's descending. So our C major is starting on the root of the sound and descending down to the ninth of the sound. And then the D minor mode, the Dorian mode, is starting on the root, the D, and D sends down to the ninth, the note E. So again, same process, right? I'm going to repeat each one of these sections twice using descending scale motion for each one of my modes. And again, I would encourage you to isolate each section and repeat several times. It's not just about getting the mode or the scale under your hand or seeing the mode or scale from a different perspective. It's also playing with the correct time and the correct feel. Need to sound like a jazz pianist. Okay, so let's bring the ensemble in. Let's listen to exercise five. 
descending modes with a root entry. Here we go. Check it out. Some of you might be thinking that this is way too easy, <laughs> which everybody always does. This is too easy. It's always easy until you have to play it. It's always easy to play. Uh, it's always easy to think that just straight up, playing straight up the mode or straight down the mode or the scale is easy until you have to do it in time. So again, I, as I did last week, I would encourage you do not bypass these exercises thinking, making the mistake and thinking that they're too easy because the reality of it is they're not. So now look at your lead sheet seven, I'm sorry, six, seven, and eight. Exercises six, seven, and eight. Again, as we did with our ascending motion, we're going to shift our entry point to the third, to the fifth, to the seventh of the sound or the scale or the mode, right? So in exercise six, we have a third entry. Exercise seventh, our, the fifth is our entry point. And then in exercise uh, eight, the entry point is the seventh of the sound. Okay, so I'm not going to play through, for the sake of time, I'm not going to play through each one of these, but it's going to follow the exact same structure that I just demonstrated for you with exercise five, descending root movement. Okay. So now grab exercise nine, right? We've already learned in with our scale motion that what goes up must come down. Well, the other type of motion that we have in jazz is melodic motion is arpeggio motion. So in exercise nine, we're going to start with ascending, uh, ascending motion using arpeggios. So now each one of our sections, section A, B, C, D, and E, so on, each section utilizes arpeggio motion. So the arpeggio is going to consist of the root, third, fifth, and seventh of each sound of the C major, the D minor, E minor, and F major. And you can see that notated here on your lead sheet. So once again, I'm going to bring in the ensemble. I'm going to focus on practicing and playing these arpeggios with a nice, relaxed jazz feel, ascending from the root entry of each one of my chords, of each one of my sounds. So here we go. Let's check it out and see what we think.
again, may sound simple on the surface until we have to play it. So do not bypass this exercise. Nice and relaxed arpeggio motion from the root to the seventh of the sound for each chord of the key. So now look at exercises 10, 11, and 12. Again, all ascending arpeggio motion, but our entry point changes. In exercise 10, the entry point is the third. And it moves up to the root. We're using these inverted shapes. Inverted shapes. So you're you're moving E, G, B, and C. Right? D minor. E minor. So from the third up to the root on each chord. In exercise 11, we're going to be traveling from the fifth up to the third. And exercise 12, from the seventh up to the fifth. Again, these are your inverted shapes. Root position, first, second, and third inversion. So now look at exercise 13. Grab that lead sheet. And as I mentioned earlier, what goes up must come down. So we are going to start with our descending arpeggios with a root entry. So C major starting from the root, the C, and coming down to the third of the sound, the note E. And then doing the same thing for D minor, root entry, coming down to the third, the note F, E minor, root entry, coming down to the third, the note G, and so on. So let's bring the ensemble in. Let's listen to exercise 13, descending arpeggio motion, root entry from each chord found in the key of C major. Here we go. Let's check it out. you already know what's coming, right? Different entry points. Going to do the same descending arpeggio motion, but now exercise 14 has us descending from the third of each sound, right? Exercise 15 has us descending from the fifth of each sound. And exercise 16 has us descending using descending arpeggio motion from the seventh of each sound or each chord within the key of C major. It's a great workout indeed. Okay, so we have now thoroughly looked at each chord found in the key of C major, and we have utilized scale motion, ascending and descending from the root third, fifth, and seventh of each mode, each chord, and we've also done the same ascending and descending arpeggio motion from the root third, 
fifth, and seventh of each chord found in the key of C major. So now that we've explored our ascending and descending scale motion, it's time to drop our scales into the context of harmonic motion. So of course, what better progression to turn our attention to other than the iconic 2-5-1 progression? So grab exercise 17, and you will see uh, each section, four rehearsal sections here, A, B, C, and D, 2-5-1, two chord is lasting for a measure, five chord for a measure, the C major, the one chord for two measures. Notice in section A, the root entry is the is um, the root entry, the entry point is the root on our D minor chord. Section B, the entry point is the third. Section C, the entry point is the fifth. And section D, the entry point is the seventh of our two chord. Okay? Notice the direction of the line. Ascending motion on the minor or the two chord, descending motion on the five, the dominant chord, and ascending motion on the one on the C major, right? So getting used to using our scale motion, playing these modes, using ascending, alternating, ascending, and descending motion. After all, that's what great melodies do. They have a balance between ascending and descending motion. So we're going to practice that. So let's bring the ensemble in. I'm going to play each line, each section, twice. Twice through, just as written there on the lead sheet. So here we go. Let's check it out. Absolutely love it. It's starting to sound like music now, right? As soon as we drop this scale motion, these modes into the context of a two-five-one progression, using uh, methodically using ascending and descending motion, we're starting to get somewhere. So now look at exercise eighteen. Going to do the exact same thing, but instead of using ascending, descending, ascending motion through our two-five-one progression, we are going to do the opposite. We're going to go descending ascending, descending motion through our 2-5-1 progression. We're still going to utilize our the root as our entry point for section A. Section B, our third becomes the entry point. Section C, the fifth is our entry point. And section D, the seventh is our entry point. So let's bring the ensemble in. Let's check it out. See what we think. Here we go.
that we've used ascending and descending and descending and ascending arpeggio, I mean scale motion through our 2-5-1 progression, now let's ratchet it up a little bit. Let's let's look at our 3-6-2-5-1 progression and do the same thing. So I want to draw your attention to exercise 19. You'll see there again four sections, A, B, C, and D. The progression is a 3-6-2-5-1 progression in the key of C major. And section A, our entry point, is going to be the root of our E minor or our three chord. Section B is going to be the third is our entry point. Section C, the fifth is our entry point. And section D, the seventh is our entry point. But again, we're using ascending and descending, uh, alternating ascending and descending motion as the 36251 progression unfolds, right? So I want you to follow along. I'm going to bring the ensemble back in and listen to these lines as I play these modes through the 36251 progression. Ascending, descending, ascending motion. Here we go. exercise 20, right? We're going to just reverse the process. Instead of ascending, descending, ascending motion, we're going to reverse it just like we did with the 2-5-1 progression. We're going to start with descending motion, ascending, followed by descending. And we're going to use the same format again. Root entry, section A on our E minor, section B, third entry, section C, fifth entry, and section D, the seventh entry is our entry point, right? The root, third, fifth, and seventh of our E minor seven, or our three chord. And we're gonna play our three, six, two, five, one using our voicings in our left hand while we play this alternating, descending, and ascending, descending motion in our right hand, scale motion, or utilizing the modes, right? So here we go. Let's Let's have a little fun with this. Let's check it out and see what we think. Here we go.
So we have now looked at uh, the 251 progression and the 36251 progression utilizing scale motion, alternating ascending and descending scale motion, and alternating descending and ascending scale motion. It's a thorough workout. So what we've what we do for the scales for scale motion, we must do for arpeggio motion as well. So I want to draw your attention to exercise 21. Grab that lead sheet. So we're back to our 251 progression. And again, four sections to the exercise, section A, B, C, and D. Section A, our arpeggio is going to start with the root movement, uh, a root entry on our two chord, our D minor. Section B, our entry point will be the third. Section C, our entry point is the fifth. And section D, our entry point is the seventh. We're going to use alternating, ascending, and descending arpeggio motion. So here's where you really kind of get to, to test your skills with how well you understand these basic harmonic structures, these block structures for each of these chords in root position, first, second, and third inversion because we're going to have to draw upon that knowledge to play these exercises. So let's uh, pull the ensemble back in. Let's listen to exercise 21, and then we will talk about it. Here we go. Just so you know, the way I structure these arpeggios, when I ascend, when I'm at the top note of an arpeggio, ascending motion, I will descend to the nearest chord tone. I will select the chord tone, the nearest chord tone on the descending side. And then I always select the nearest chord tone on the ascending side to start each one of my arpeggios, whether they're ascending or descending. Hope that makes sense, right? I'm always moving to the note closest chord tone of the next chord on either the ascending and descending side, depending on which direction I'm moving. So now look at exercise 22. Now we're just going to reverse our motion. Instead of ascending, descending, we're going descending, ascending, descending motion through our 2-5-1 progression. But what remains the same Section A, the root is our entry point. Section B, the third is our entry point. Section C, the fifth is our entry point. And section D, the seventh is our entry point. So it kind of creates a domino effect. How these arpeggios unfold is dependent upon the entry point of our two chord. Okay, so let's bring the ensemble back in. Let's check this exercise out. Here we go.
more exercises to go and and they are doozies i'm telling you they are going to test your skills so grab exercise 23 now we move to the 36251 progression move back to the 36251 progression except this time we're going to use our ascending and descending arpeggio motion and uh again four sections section a b c and d Root entry, section A, third entry, section B, fifth entry, section C, and seventh entry, section D, for based on our E minor seven chord or our three chord. You really have to know your root position chords and their three inversions well. This is a tricky exercise. I'm playing it at 130, but I strongly encourage you to work it out at much slower tempos so that you can see these chords unfold melodically, right? You want to be able to see these chords melodically. I call it harmonic vision. How well do you see the harmony in the melodic line? So let's bring the ensemble in. Let's check it out. Here we go. Tricky, very tricky. Likewise, the very last exercise of the day, exercise 24, grab that lead sheet, is just as tricky. All we're doing is reversing our uh, arpeggiated motion. Instead of ascending, descending, we're going to be going descending, ascending motion through our 3, 6, 2, 5, 1 progression. Again, section A, root entry. Section B, third entry. Section C, fifth entry. Section D, seventh entry. Wow, here we go. Let's check it out. 
information, right? Within an hour, always. And certainly today was no exception, no exception at all, as we explored a key of C major melodic workout. I cannot, I cannot stress to you enough how important it is that you spend time becoming familiar with the diatonic melodic shapes of a key, right? The seven chords of a key and their diatonic melodic shapes and having a command of ascending and descending scale motion and arpeggio motion within the framework of a key modes is a huge step towards developing mature improvisation skills. Having a command of ascending and descending arpeggio motion outlining the harmonic shapes of a key, which we also frequently referenced as melody, is equally important. Then being able to easily apply the ascending, descending scale and arpeggio shapes of a key to common chord progressions within the key, such as the 2-5-1 and the 3-6-2-5-1 progression. (laughs) It's a big-time jazz piano skill that must be strategically studied and practiced if you are serious about becoming an accomplished jazz pianist. Now, combine last week's key of C major harmonic workout with this week's key of C major melodic workout, and you have an incredible one-two punch that will have you well on your way to mastering the key of C major. And not only that, it will solidify for you a practice blueprint that can be replicated in the other 11 keys, which is exactly what we are going to go, what we're going to do throughout 2022. I said it last week and I want to stress it again today. If you hang in there with me this year as we do this serious grunt work, you're going to experience a ton of jazz piano growth and you will love where you are musically a year from now. <laughs> That's absolutely for sure. And once again, I want to encourage you to use the podcast packets the illustrations, the lead sheets that we walk through today, right? Use them. The illustrations have some beautiful templates to use to be able to map out, sketch out these scales, these modes, these arpeggio, this arpeggio motion that we walk through today. And as you've heard me say over and over and over again, conceptual understanding determines your physical development. 
So the time that you invest in studying and mapping out, using the illustrations to map out the melodic exercises that we explored today is time very well spent. The return on your investment cannot be adequately expressed. And as always, always be patient. Developing mature professional jazz piano skills takes time. Begin structuring your your practicing, your development after the playing demonstrations that I modeled for you today in this podcast episode, in this podcast lesson, and you will begin to see, feel, and hear your progress. Well, I hope you have found this Jazz Panel Skills podcast lesson, exploring a key of C major melodic workout to be insightful and, of course, beneficial. Don't forget, if you are a Jazz Panel Skills member, I will see you online Thursday evening at the Jazz Panel Skills Masterclass, 8 p.m. Central Time, to discuss this podcast episode lesson, exploring the key of C major melodic workout in greater detail and to answer any question that you may have about the study of jazz in general. Likewise, be sure to use the educational podcast packets, the illustrations, the lead sheets, play-alongs for this podcast lesson, as well as all the podcast episodes. Also, the Jazz Piano Skills courses. Be sure to use them to maximize your musical growth. And also, make sure that you are an active participant in the Jazz Piano Skills community. Get out there, get involved, and contribute to the various forums Make some new jazz piano friends. As always, you can reach me by phone, 972-380-8050. My office extension is 211. By email, Dr. Lawrence, Lawrence at jazzpianoskills.com. Or by SpeakPipe, found throughout the Jazz Piano Skills website. Well, there is my cue. That's it for now. And until next week... Enjoy your key of C major melodic workout. And most of all, have fun as you discover, learn, and play jazz piano.